from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. You know what Coach Brew used to say? We scored last. The Twins say we score first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> last two days, dominated the first inning. Two runs yesterday in the top of the first. Get them out in the bottom of the first. Get the run today in the top of the first. Get them out in the bottom of the first. Unfortunately, in the final 16 innings, eight plus eight, they have not scored a run mm-hmm. and uh, lost uh, lost again today to the lowly Tigers, three to one. So, well, they made the one run lead hold up for a while. Yes, and yesterday they made the two one two one lead hold up for a long time until they gave up four in the eighth. Today, Lance Lynn was okay. Then he gave up a two run homer to a terrible hitter. To make it, uh, he gave up one run, and then he then he gave up a two-run homer, and they lost three to one. What any? That was the seventh, right, Reavers? Yeah, so it was they, the bottom of the seventh. They kicked it away in the eighth and the seventh this time. Do you remember yesterday the lacrosse conversation? I mentioned Syracuse University. Was yes. It, well, what I must have been thinking of was Jim Brown. Did he play yes, lacrosse? Yes, he was an All American. He was a, he was a legendary lacrosse player. Yes, he was. Imagine that two a, sports and played in college. Yes. Imagine him running down the field with a stick in his hand. I don't hand. want to imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Yes, he was out okay. of my way. Look out! Yep, I, I, I can repeat my Jim Brown story. All right, the uh, he, they're going to release a documentary on him, and the PR guy. Yes, what do you want? Oh, go ahead, finish your story. I just letting you know I have something when you're done. Go ahead, tell us right now. <laughs> okay, you're yes. up. A move that I am completely in favor of, courtesy of Phil Miller. The Twins have optioned Miguel Sano to Class A Fort go. Myers. Thank God. They want him to get down Get his there big rear end down there and, and start get working. Shape. Get him in shape. Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, I did tweet out the other day that I would not have sent him to Rochester. I would send him to Elizabethton. But, uh, <laughs> but they don't exist a anymore. higher. Fort Myers, they want to get him down there and see if the trainers can do something with him. But unfortunately, the uh, the the poor choice here is he's got friends in Fort Myers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they spend the spring in Fort Myers. He's got guys he can go out with in Fort Myers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but what the hell? They got to try something. Jim Brown story. Jim Brown story. I I've told it a few times. Uh, they're releasing a documentary on him. Is this it's years pe- ago? seven, eight years ago. His promotion guy contacts the Star Tribune. You guys want to talk to Jim Brown, write a story on this. The sports editor contacts me. I said, sure, I'd love to. Uh, And we set it for certain, for a couple of days before the documentary is going to be released. It's now a week later and I get all the people, I still haven't heard from Jim Brown. I get all the PR guy, and I said, uh, you know, if I don't hear from him tonight, by tonight, it's over. I can't, I can't write it because it's, it's the documentary starting and blah blah blah. Ten o'clock that night, the phone rings. I figure this is going to be eight minutes, mm-hmm. hour and a half. Really, he was great. He was really? great. Why was he? Why did he wait so long? I Just... don't know. Might have had other issues, but mm. uh, once he called, he was fantastic. Really? It was one of those interviews that was so good. The last twenty minutes, I'm saying, "Hey, thanks, Jim. That yeah. was great. That's great." Let me tell you yeah, another man. story about lacrosse. <laughs> thanks, yeah. thanks, Jim. But yeah, he was fantastic. So that was weird. Yeah, really, uh, really strange. But he was he was great once he started talking. 
that's for sure. So the uh, I haven't I've been uh, D- Dustin Johnson uh, chips knocks it in from the sand to get back to two and duffs two under. What Tiger still three over? He just missed uh, Tiger just missed a birdie putt. He remains plus three, which that's is pretty that's good a pretty when you good start score right three. Now. When yeah. you start three, yeah. And you know what? Most guys who are making big numbers there today are doing it by hitting it in the weeds. Yeah. He just hit it in a. He just made stupid plays. Did you see him try to pot up the hill? Uh, yes. What was that about? No, maybe I didn't. Uh, no, when he made it, he's, he's... On hole number one? Yes, he's down underneath the, you know, down below the hill there. Yeah. He's halfway down the hill. He tries to putt it up and doesn't get up there. Turns around, comes back down at him, and then all of a sudden he was really out of luck. Well, these greens have false fronts and false backs. Yes, it's they've changed it. They did have... Uh, last time they had some false fronts, but they had thick rough around the uh, greens, you know, they, around the collar. Yeah. They changed them. They'd shaved them. They kind of made it into Pinehurst of the north here. Uh, and if you hit a ball in there too hot, she's gone. Mm-hmm. And if you don't hit it far enough into the green, it's gone. So it's, but the wind is uh, the key there, I, w- I would have to say. Huh? Justin Thomas is what plus one. You'll make uh, you you make the cut if you're about eight over tomorrow. The way it looks, eight or nine over, you make the cut probably. Well, what did McElroy finish today? I was ten. At, last I looked, he was ten. Ten over. What about Mickelson? Don't know how bad that got. Why don't you look up a leaderboard? Fellas? Is this where uh, they have the long roughs? No, yes. they do. They got the the seaside rough, but uh, it's more the greens that they're having trouble with and the wind, of course. Yes. So, I don't know what McElroy ended up. I tell you what, way. these TCL TVs, they are absorbing. They uh, are fantastic. They are too yes, distracting. Especially, yes. It, <laughs> especially yes, it for is. golf. Yep, that's it. That it's just is, incredible. That is true. The Twins are now off to Cleveland. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, you're right. How many left? See in Fort Myers. Sixty. They, they left here with 100 to play, so they got 97 to play. They're just, they can't what hit. The, what was the bad, well, they made a bad fielding blunder last night, too. Who, who threw it, uh, wasn't it a throw home that ended up in the seat somewhere? Yeah, somebody made a terrible play. I don't know. I, yeah. Once they, I, I, I was in the car, so What was know. your golf question? Well, we got Rory the Republican McElroy. leaderboard. What did Rory McIlroy shoot today? He was 10 over. Oh, boy, at one he's point. way down here. Holy yeah, God. oh, he got to be right there, not near the bottom. Oh, now, yeah. some some guy from the British Open champ, amateur champion shot at a little cool 92. We got a lot of guys at three over, too, which is making this. Uh, oh, no, it's a. Holy it's a, cow. You got to get down to eight. Really go down to the bottom first and work your way up. So. Scott Gregory backwards. at 22 over? Holy 22 mackerel. over. Yeah, he's 22 over, Scott. Some June Park, 11. Let's Rory see. was at. 10 over Finished par. at 10? What's yep. par there, 70? Uh, well, yeah, 70. Yeah, because he, so he, he shot, shot a cool 80. 80. Nice little 80. He's Jason Day plus 9. Oh, my Woo! word. Jordan Speed plus 8. Really? Wow. What about Mickelson? I have not. Phil is plus 7. Plus 7? You're right in the hunt. And he's done. <laughs> Bubba plus 7. Really? Uh, who wow. else? Um, can't, Bill Haas plus 6. What did Kucher finally do? Collapse? <laughs> Haven't seen his name. Hideki, plus five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Ernie Els plus four. That's that's not well, bad. You're in it at plus. You four. win right now. You'll take plus four on Sunday afternoon. Right, Kucher four. 
Well, the object, the USGA uh, doesn't hide the fact that they try to make this excruciating, correct? But it's the wind. Today's the wind the is howling. The fast. Yeah. yeah. If the, you know, if, if, if it had rained yesterday and the wind was blowing five, which is unlikely to do out there near the water. Yep. But uh, if the wind was blowing five, they'd all, you could take nine strokes off everybody's, uh, it's it's the wind and the when you get a when you get fast dry and wind, uh, it's uh that that makes it and, a test. And, and isn't un- this more fun than twenty seven under though? Oh yes, you know? but uh, unplayable rough too. You can't uh, all you can do is lay yeah. up out of it. But but it's it doesn't look like the the fairways are terribly narrow. It's no. just the wind is blowing no. the ball into the into the into the cabbage. I think the greens look terribly uncomfortable. And oh, uh, they like them hard and dry. They're just man. hard and dry, and, mm-hmm. and and I don't like when they turn brown. I don't think I need that. I don't that. think they're brown yet, according to the. Uh, I the, saw a couple of brown spots. Yeah, that uh, the uh, our our beautiful new TV here doesn't. I didn't see too many browns. So well, if you're going to see anyway. browns, it's going to be on this TV. Mm-hmm. But you want to watch golf today because you don't have to watch the Twins anymore. They stink. June 13th, sir, very big day in Minnesota NHL history. On this day 30 years ago, 1988, this is from... Reavers, answer the phone. There's a guy trying to email me that had to remind you to answer the damn phone. He's not in there. All right, rookie, you answer it then. Got it. Vintage Minnesota hockey. Yeah. 30 years ago today. June 14th is today, Pat. June 14th, 1988. North Stars head coach Herb Brooks was fired after a one-year stint and the team finishing with a 1948-13 overall record under Brooks. Not only that, Louie was moved aside as a GM and replaced by Jack Ferreira, mm-hmm. who just was added to the staff of Paul Fenton with the Wild. Hmm. As a consultant of some kind. Jack's 73 is all. I thought he was older than that. But even better, 40 years ago today, the NHL Board of Governors approved Louis's greatest scam ever, merging the Cleveland Barons and the North Stars to combine one team. Mm-hmm. That's how he ended up with... So close, we can taste it because he got Gilles Malash and a bunch of other guys, well, and yet maintained Bobby Smith maintained the draft choice for Bobby Smith. Paul, hey Pat, I got a Miguel Sano question. Yes, have you have you ever seen in your lifetime covering baseball a player go from an All Star game one year to single A three months into the next year? This has got to be. Uh, one of the great falls of, of baseball history, isn't it? Well, the reason they're sending him to single A is that where they have all their trainers and they want to try to. They're more worried about trying to take twenty five pounds off him than they are trying to, uh, you get know, to hit a curveball. Yeah, <laughs> a swing. Uh, I don't even know who the, the hitting coach is down there in Class A, but uh, it's. Uh, I, I think that they knew that if they sent him to Rochester. 
Uh, they'd have a large pouting young man on their hands, so they decided to send him to Fort Myers where maybe they could do some good with him physically and mentally and those things. By the way, though, he's using up years here. Uh, yeah. He missed a year with uh, the Tommy John, and now he's uh, using up. Another. This is all service time. Well, maybe it's not service time because this isn't physical so uh, I guess it's not. But, yeah, I think this is the way to go about it. I think you start him down low and, and make him uh, act like he's serious about his craft. How sad is this for the Twins that the two, quote, saviors of the team are, I don't know if you want to call them busts yet, but they're real close. You know, all these years of Buxton, Sano, Buxton, Sano. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's historic. They've never had two guys built up like this who have failed miserably, and they yeah. right now they're both miserable failures. Yes, they are. All right, thank you. Height had an amazing stat earlier. Mm -hmm. On this day in 1974, Mm -hmm. Nolan Ryan pitched against Louis Tian. Yes. Are you aware of that? I'm aware of that. In fact, very good chance that's going to be this day in history at 455. But go ahead. What do we Well, I don't remember the stats. 235 pitches. That's not in two games. That's in one game. 235 13 innings. He went 13 innings. Well, then Tion, didn't he throw 190 or something? Yeah, yeah. Tion beat him. Yeah. Tion beat him. I think he had uh, 13 strikeouts and 11 walks or something like that. And both that. pitched again on three days rest. Yes. But that doesn't have anything to do with today because the pitchers aren't trained that way. Plus, no. plus Nolan Ryan was a... Freak of nature. Mm-hmm. A lot, of, a lot of misinformation of being given out here. I want to straighten it out. <laughs> well, then you come in and straighten it out. <laughs> well, wasn't it 13 well, innings? It was 15 innings, the game. 15 innings. Luis Tiant went 14 and a third, and it was won by the Angels in a walk-off. Uh, that's why he went 14 and a third. He pitched a complete game in 14 and a third innings. The Angels won it. Ryan went out after 13 innings. He struck out 19, walked 10. About nineteen. Yep. Okay. All right. I, gotta, I haven't looked pitches. at my notes yet because on this day in history, we're going to have it accurate. The there today, you go. We just, this is the prong through. Is that a promise a, or a threat? This was just a sports talk tease. <laughs> well, and let me and let me tell you the part that fascinated me was Ryan started on three days rest the next game. Yes, he went six innings, shutout innings against the Yankees. Oh, in John. That we got some stats on how many pitches he'd thrown in his games two starts before that. Oh, so. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. And, that's, well, that's something it, for it, this day in history. It, here's here's yes. the other thing. Tiant, right. on four days rest, he went 14 and third inning that game. Do you yeah. think that the, up yourself through this day in history? Was that your... <laughs> did you come up with that on your own? I uh, looked through various uh, outlets and come up on it. There you go. I saw this on Twitter that he threw two hundred. No, I think he pitches. means the bit, the Pat, bit, I mean, the bit, this, this the radio bit. That's cutting edge radio. That's my uh, you know, where are you in Foley, Minnesota? Yeah, or? but we don't just say this happened. We tell you what it means. This is what it means in, oh. in the in the universe. We oh, sometimes what? go back to the fourteen hundreds. You, you educated. You. Wait a minute, though. Uh, in his defense, you educated me. What was it the uh, last week, John? That we were both so fascinated with uh, something on this day in history. Oh, it was that car crash. Yes, oh, Lamont. It was the yeah. Lamont's car crash. Yes. Yeah. We don't just say eighty-five people died mm-hmm. right. and let's What's get the on story? with our lives. Right. We tell how it impacted. Auto racing mm-hmm. and other stuff. And like both that. John and I were obsessed. We we're watching it oh, all yes. on YouTube. Yes. Horrible, that, horrible that video. That segment usually follows 
What's on Manny's mind? <laughs> no, no. I will say no. yesterday, though. Wow. I will say yesterday. We have on Monday mornings. Yes. We have uh, Monday afternoons. We got Manny's four deep thoughts. Yes. Uh, what if he doesn't from have the, any? From the, he's, oh, he's got thoughts. He's got them. He's, he's, he's got them. He's got them. He's, he's got sports. He's you got sports. But yesterday, I'm trying to do the show. There's nothing. <laughs> I said. Manny, we got a new item. Manny's <laughs> midweek surprise. Here it is. <laughs> what do you got? Oh my Here's a nice one. That might last till football. Oh, season. God, yes. Manny's midweek surprise. Uh, did he have one? He had a good yeah. surprise. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. We don't remember what it was, but <laughs> yeah. it was damn good. There's an old school picture of Louis Tiant, by the way. Oh, yeah. Puffing on a cigar with the Look at that mustache Louis's and the sideburns. I don't know about Mrs. Mrs. Tiant. Tiant, and I don't know any, but... A friend of mine who used to cover the twins and travel with them, Louie is wearing a white suit and with the big cigar, and he's getting on the bus to go to the airport. Yep. And they're going to take the twins are taking the air going out to the airport, and Louie's wife is there with about three little kids, and he gives her a big smooch, and he gets on the bus and he lights up the gar- cigar and says. Goodbye, Mama. Hello, Detroit City. <laughs> Don't know what that meant. I don't know either. What was the great uh, John? You might you might have been the one that told me about this. The the great it was a documentary or whatever about him going back to Cuba. Didn't ESPN? Yeah, yeah, that was really fascinating. I uh, run into I've run into him twice at the Publix in Fort Myers, where all the Red Sox people go. <laughs> Louis and he had coming in. He's always got to put the cigar away. Louis, what are these plantains <laughs> or bananas? Yeah, Louis would have known. <laughs> been around, I would have never bought two plantains. That is one badass mustache, though. Oh, oh it is. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. He's 77 years of age right now. You know, his arm went dead with the twins. <laughs> Calvin released him. He went to Boston. Was not very good, and then in about 72, his arm came back, and he was great. Sports Talk will return wait, wait, shortly. Hey, one sec. Tiant is the subject of the documentary film The Lost Son of Havana. There you go. And that was... Oh, uh, it's great. 2009 mm-hmm. by ESPN. Sports Talk will return shortly, but now thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal, in your money now. Hey, as long as you guys are doing original bits and material, can you do some long-distance dedications? No, I'm not doing any. No? All right. Oh, well. Uh, stocks bounced around again today between gains and losses for like the umpteenth time in the last month. The market was mixed at the close of trading. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 25 points, closing at 25,175. But the NASDAQ Composite gained 65 points and closed at a record high. And the S&P 500 picked up up six. The online craft marketplace Etsy is increasing the fees it charges. It's more than two million active sellers. That sent shares higher today, but drew criticism from entrepreneurs who use the platform. Starting in July, the transaction fee charged by Etsy when a seller makes a sale will go from three and a half to five percent. The company also will start charging sellers a five percent fee to cover shipping costs. And Google added a new, a new feature that will bring up specific information automatically including average cost after financial aid and graduation rates when people type the name of a four-year college into the Google search box. It's the latest effort by companies, nonprofits, and the government to get more data in the hands of students and parents as they search for colleges.
I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Okay, thank you, Mary, uh, Barry. Thank you very much, Barry. Bruce. Uh, we'll let you go, and we're going to check traffic here. This one's sponsored by Hotels.com. Looks like our third semi-truck tip-over of the week has cleared from southbound 35W just past the 35-mile-per-hour curve in downtown Minneapolis. Things seem to be flowing there. Inbound 394, backing it down at 100, riding the brakes over to the very heavy and slow eastbound 94. And you'll ride the brakes through the tunnel on east. Here's John Hyde in the Sports Talk Newsroom. Thank you, Joe. It's partly cloudy at 82 degrees. Twins lose to the Tigers 3-1 to this afternoon. Uh, Lance Lynn takes a loss after he talked to manager Molitor into leaving him in the ballgame in the seventh and giving up a two-run homer. Uh, Twins could not score any runs past the first inning. They move on to Cleveland to play three against the Indians. Roster moves this afternoon. The Twins option Miguel Sano to Class A Fort Myers. Woo! Where's Augie? I gotta call him up and give him a ooh. <laughs> uh, Jake Cave uh, also optioned out. The Twins haven't made any corresponding. Mauer's coming yet. up, but who else is out there? I bet they bring up Gordon. Uh, or are they going to activate Buxton? Oh, too bad they didn't have an option to uh, send him down to Chris Reavers' town yep. ball team. Oh, mm-hmm. I'd put him into shape right away. <laughs> Start running, fatty. <laughs> and when you're tired of running, keep running. <laughs> no, I bet Buxton. Now that I think about it, I bet it's going to be probably because he's been with them and says he's improving. And, the, and you know, he's he had that stroke going for him before he had to go on the DL. There, he <laughs> got a hit that week. I think that week one hit. Yeah. <laughs> At the U.S. Open, uh, Russell Healy, two under through 13. Henley, I think it's I Henley. Henley. Did I say, I said Healy, didn't You're I? thinking of Austin Healy. You yeah. know, John, I've decided, as <laughs> yes. much as I admire you as a newsman, yes. your golf knowledge sucks. I'm not, uh, <laughs> I, I readily would admit that. Golf uh, Golf is not Doesn't my strong suit. For you. And it's Don Henley. Yeah, it's yeah. Don Henley, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Russell Henley at two under. Well, you did go with Nick Cave in the seeds the other day. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Nick came for the twins uh, john i respect you for your lack of golf <laughs> thank you kenny i appreciate that dustin johnson at two under through nine also they are tied for the lead at the moment uh, a couple people with one under scott piercing ian poulter actually are done for the day and jason duffner also at one under but he's come on duff seven hey by the way uh, did you know did you note that the home country opened the world cup with a 5-0 victory over the saudis the Russia, Russians. How many people ter- have died so far? They were. They're supposed to be terrible, but uh, why are we? Uh, oh, they riot and not, terrible not behavior. Russia, Russia, they don't care that much about it. No, no somebody's already died. I think. Oh, we already had some fights. <laughs> I think so. And are you talking uh, World Cup soccer? Yes, because yes, I do have a. Uh, I do have a highlight from a goal here that I want you guys to watch. Oh, this is really good. It's Willingham edge of the box. Willingham shoots. Goal! Watch the slide. Oh, that was magic. How does he? This is okay. history so in the, the making. Sweet dreams. There's a gentleman that's sliding back and forth. He's, he's sliding across the entire, like, 400 feet. No one ever <laughs> and he's turning and going back and forth. He's players, doing the robot with a slide. You can up and down the face. <laughs> It's a Geico commercial. Yeah, Just Google Geico hockey slide commercial. Soccer. 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 Yeah. And it is uh, It's very fun. Whoever is in charge of the Geico marketing team is oh, a genius. genius. Yeah. Just get rid of that little green thing. Yes, That's right. all I ask. News notes from today. One of Minnesota's most... Isn't pro- that a Geico? 
I don't know. It's a gecko. Yes. Yes. A gecko. That thing yeah. needs to go. Yeah. Gecko. I chop that in half with Close a hatchet. <laughs> One of Minnesota. I can catch you a couple when I get down to Fort Myers if you want me. Can we? We got. We got those. Got They're there. easy. To I can find. get you a gecko. Yeah. Do me a favor and kill a few. In fact, the bride was sitting out on that little whatever it is in front of the place in the alcove, and uh, she saw a gecko last spring running by, and then a little black snake hauling right. After Gecko, they are the raccoon of Fort Myers. <laughs> well, snakes like to eat little black snakes. Man, like I'd like to them. go to Shinnecock just to walk the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Well, then. Right out of the blue. That's not creepy. Mm-hmm. With yeah, an outfit on or what? Right. <laughs> trench coat, a cowboy outfit. cars, you moron. <laughs> oh, just cowboy, hey, fellas. cowboy boots, spurs, and nothing else. Right. You want to buy some steak? <laughs> well, maybe you want to make a little extra cash no, or something. No, I want to look at the cars. It's okay. I'm a I traveling see. meat salesman. Don't worry. <laughs> Why aren't you wearing any clothes? No. Cut back. Never mind. Oh, goodness. Oh, you horses ass. <laughs> <laughs> News notes from today. One of Minnesota's most prominent defense attorneys, Ron Meshbesher, yeah, has died. He's a great what? Meshbesher. 85, yeah. Oh, 85. no. Meshbesher. I read a story on him a couple months ago. He had really bad Alzheimer's. He, uh, he was living in Orono, had been suffering from Alzheimer's disease for some time. He was moved in early 2017 to an assisted living facility in Deep Haven, according to his brother Ken. He died there yesterday, 85 years old. He retired in early 2014 after a 57-year career. He gained fame decades ago in cases such as the Virginia Piper kidnapping and the Duluth trial and the 1977 murder of heiress Elizabeth Congdon. Uh, he was the defense attorney for Maxie Weisberg, yeah. uh, the yeah. uh, bookie, yeah. Yeah. and I had written a column about a month earlier on Maxie and how the how they'd stolen his money. Right. Basically, right. The, uh, the cops came in and stole all Sting. his money. money. Because he was, gambling, you know, taking bets. And I got, and then the, Red Meshberg was trying to get his money back. And uh, I I got subpoenaed, uh, subpoenaed, oh. subpoenaed by the prosecution. And I so I go to the editors, what do I do here? And they said, ah, just tell them whatever's in the column is the truth. But don't expand right. on that. So that's what happens. So Meshberger gets up and says, do you have a radio show on KSTP radio? Yes, I do. Is Joe Suter Shusure your uh, partner? Yes, it is. And uh, when did this show start? He asked me. He was just. He had nothing to ask right. me, so he was just giving the. Just he, was giving the he was giving Monday Night Sports Talk a plug, basically. <laughs> 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 The mummified monkey discovered during the renovation. Still, of the wait former... a second. Did uh, he didn't? Uh, Maxie didn't get his money back, right? No, I don't think he did. No, he died poor. Well, what was he doing? He was, he was ever wealthy. No. He was selling flour, but that's what he, he didn't know any better. He, he and his brother Saul were uh, right. Both uh, were living together. That's yeah. what they were by design. They came in and took his money. Yeah, they were great characters. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead, John. Sorry. The mummified monkey discovered during the renovation of the former Dayton's building is now on display at the Science <laughs> Museum of Minnesota. Uh, found back in April, remember, various theories as to how it got there, the foremost of which involved an escape from a pet store in the 1960s. It'll be on display in the museum's lobby until September 3rd. 
Former FBI Director James Comey is in Minnesota as that much-anticipated Justice Department watchdogs report on the investigation of Hillary Clinton's emails was released. Uh, two Republican-led House committees say the report has so far shown questionable decision-making by the agency. A document listing preliminary conclusions was obtained by the Associated Press ahead of the report from the Justice Department's internal watchdog. The report does find that Comey's actions were not politically motivated to help either candidate our uh, TV affiliate, Five Eyewitness News, uh, ran Kobe down in the airport. Is he, uh, he, is he a golfer or something? I, I don't know. I couldn't find any reason for him to be in the city. Mm-hmm. I checked for about 20 minutes, could find nothing. Who chased him down? Big fat Jay Cole? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, but he was riding in a golf cart. Was Jay huffing and puffing? I, uh, hey, let's go have a smoke. <laughs> James, come on. Let's go out back and have a smoke. Comey uh, declined to comment to whoever ran him down there. Uh, he did tweet, though, I respect <laughs> T-O-J-I-G office, which is why I urge them to do this review. The conclusions are reasonable, even though I disagree. You know, Max and Saul. Max and Saul. You got me thinking. There was a time when you actually could buy a paper from a human being on a street corner. Flowers and newspapers out there in the corner, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've lost a seminal and rock. And put, put a couple hundred bucks down on a game all yep. at the yes, same time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We've lost a seminal rock and roll drummer, DJ Fontana. The drummer who helped launch Elvis, uh, Elvis's career as his sideman died at the age of 87. Karen Fontana, his wife, told the Associated Press her husband died in his sleep in Nashville. He'd been suffering complications from breaking his hip back in 2016. Did you ever hear of him, John? DJ Fontana? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was one of the original... He was with Scotty Moore. Uh, the he original, was Elvis's band. Yeah, Bill, okay. Bill Black, Scotty Moore, and DJ Fontana. Okay. John, I've never heard of him. Yeah. Well, you're an idiot. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they met uh, on the Louisiana Hayride, a popular and influential radio and TV country music program uh, in 1954. Who, who? Him and his wife? Him and Elvis. Oh, Elvis. Yeah. Did so, they kiss when they met? <laughs> not sure about that. Uh, Elvis often returned to the Hayride, and in 55, he became a permanent member of the group. That is Fontana, working with Presley through most of the 60s. Influenced by big band drummers, he was admired by Levon Helm, Ringo Starr, Max Weinberg, and many others for his power, speed, and steadiness. And I, I watched the first part of the Elvis documentary, but I can't, I can't take myself to watch the second part to watch the decline. It's it's done really well though. The second really, part is okay. The, oh yeah, the second part is done. But it's great. so sad. I mean, mm-hmm. he had no control over his life none, whatsoever. None whatsoever. Well, he gets it later if you watch part two. I mean, he does get some. Mm-hmm. Then he loses it again. Well, he's all blasted on medicine. Well, not not originally. This is Levon Helm, Keith Richards, Scotty Moore, and DJ Fontana, and the band. Buy a bottle, get the feeling. The drums aren't really. Uh, the world's looking like you think it should. Expensive, right? Don't sleep. Levon's the greatest man. I've, ever since the band was our Friday musical guest a couple weeks ago, I've been listening to their music. Levon, what a voice! Kind of a southern lisp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> When did she come on at 45? I don't know. Bring it down. Pat's got something for us. And then push it back up when, no. when Mavis comes on. No, go right. ahead. Let's listen to music. What the hell?
come in for about another ten minutes. No, she comes in next, but what a fantastic movie this is. Every time it's on, we all stop what we're doing. Yes. Here comes Mavis. She's grabbing that microphone. Stepping up, clearing her throat. Looking me right in the eye. Hi, Mavis. When I saw old Carmen and the devil walking side by side, I said, Hey, Carmen, come on, let's go downtown. She said, I gotta go, but my friend can stick around. Johnny Hyde. Russell Hanley, who's the co leader of the uh, U.S. Open right now. Uh huh. His wife, Teal Duncan, is a well-known painter based out of Charleston, South Carolina. But here's what will interest you. Henley is an avid guitar player Uh-oh. himself and has played on stage with O.A.R. and, uh, unfortunately, Darius Rucker, also at PGA Tour events. So uh, he's a guitar player. You can root for him now. Okay, Jim. I'll go for him. Did anyone look more like a rock star than Rick Danko? Uh, the was, way he wagged his yep, left yep, arm yep. when he played that bass was I loved it. It was really weird, yeah. but man, was he good. You know, watching, Motor, motorcycle crash, right? Watching the no, last OD, OD, OD. Watching the last waltz. Weighing about 500 pounds. Watching the last waltz in retrospect, though, I'm not surprised Manuel offed himself. He was a screwball. Yeah, yeah. he was weird. <laughs> Who was the other uh, keyboardist? Uh, Garth Hudson. Garth was yes, he duck, was not in he's, on the. We're still. Goofy. Garth is still with us. Yes, he. Uh, I Do, read, does Garth know he's still with us? <laughs> well, I read a story once where uh, a guy was doing a story on Garth, and they went to clean out his living space because he was moving. There were old checks, royalty checks, <laughs> that he had never cashed. They're just laying on the floor and laying on the desk. And they asked him about him. He just said, "Oh yeah, they come in the mail now and then." Uh, and they were four or five years old. Jeez. <laughs> How serious are the terrorists getting? How serious are they getting, John? French police thwarted an attack on a swingers club in the Loiret region north of Paris last month. That's pretty wow. serious. Arresting a radicalized convert to Islam. An improvised explosive device was found at the man's home, and the man admitted he wanted to use it to target a swingers club. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plot Didn't is. Didn't approve of the behavior? That's correct. He didn't like the uh, free sex, shall we say. Mm-hmm. The plot, the fifth to be thwarted in France this year. And when they caught him, he was probably in the bathroom playing with himself. <laughs> but he didn't like it. Get that on tape. Like <laughs> you got that on tape, right? <laughs> you know, you never hear that expression anymore. Thank you, well, Royce. I was going to be more. Hey, buddy, out of the bathroom here. I got to go. It's an odd segment, but speaking of turtles, two, oh, yes. no, two fishermen in southeast Oklahoma unexpectedly caught, get this, a four-foot-long, 100-pound snapping turtle. Oh, I like turtles. Oh, not snappers. Not this guy. This, that's, that wasn't a. That was an alligator with a shell on. Exactly. Guy. That's uh, basically what the uh, story said. I like turtles. Yeah. Fishing mm-hmm. with a trot line last Saturday, Jonathan Van Fleet and Anthony Dover came across the turtle, which, according to the Oklahoma game warden, found itself in a rather peculiar situation by munching on one of the sunfish used as bait. 
They called local game warden Mark Hanna, who helped the men measure the turtle, which appeared to be healthy, before they returned the massive reptile to Little River. Man, he's been having fun in that river, hasn't he? Just down there in the mud, having the time of his life. Those snapping turtles usually live between the ages of 80 and 120, so the guy, uh, the game warden guy, said he's guessing this one is well over 120 years old because they're angrier than Sarah Sanders. Oh, yes. Hey, uh, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, Snappy Turtle was the source of the first time my poor Irish uh, mother, saying that Irish heard mother heard the F word. Heard the F word. Oh, really? Yes. My father, Dickie Overlees, and my brother were illegally saning the Des Moines River <laughs> in order to get walleye supposedly to stock in full the lake, but actually to stock in our refrigerator. And my mother. <laughs> My mother and I were walking along the shore, and Overlees, who loved to taunt me, uh, I don't know how old I was, seven maybe, eight, and there was a big snapper in there, and he grabbed it by the tail and threw it at me. Oh, no. You know, and I said, bleep you, Dickie Overlees. <laughs> the mother was... Was she mortified? She, was, she didn't mind that the snapping turtle was going to devour one of my... Digits. She was uh, very upset that I heard that I even knew that word. It was just. It wasn't. A, it was she disappointed. Yeah. I said, "No, be mad, mom. Be, first time I be mad. Don't be disappointed." I'm disappointed. Yes. Me. My mom. First time I ever used that. My mother was calligraphing some mm-hmm. piece down in her studio, mm-hmm. and I had the cat on my shoulder, and the cat. I didn't have a shirt on. And the cat decided to go. And it went boom, and I went ah, yeah, right. and then I saw the 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 quill come yeah. off the paper. <laughs> she didn't move, and I went oh yeah, oh you sucker, you are a sucker to a cat, hoping that she and she shook her head no, and she said please don't talk to me right now. I'm calligraphing, and I, I no be mad, be mad, be mad, don't be disappointed. <laughs> The man believed to be North Dakota's oldest mayor is breezed to another term, winning unanimously in a vote that saw 100% turnout. The Minot Daily News reports that Russell Mayor Bruce Lorenz captured all three votes cast in the state's <laughs> smallest incorporated city. How old the guy, John? He's 86. 86. He's a retired rural mail, mail carrier. He uh, says he's been mayor for more than three decades. He said he actually forgot this past Tuesday was Election Day. He said, I guess I'll have to go down the street and see if I can find a cigar. Recent health issues have caused Lorenz to move into an assisted living facility in Minot, but he says he'll still serve as mayor. Uh, He does have a platform. He says he's been working for years to try to get rural water service in the McLean County. Well, that's a pretty pretty good cause. Dig a well, old man. There's there's only three people in town. I mean. You know, well, they don't have water for the three people. The three people. And all three of them also remind us that Carson Wentz is from North Dakota. <laughs> yeah. yeah, did you guys know that? Oh, my God. What he, town's he from? Yeah. Well, he's from Bismarck. Oh. Yeah, he went to school at Century Look High School. Look at the time. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Uh-huh. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring After two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability, Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. 
Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.